Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. First of all, thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me be here tonight. Um, I am Clayton. I grew up in Silverdale. I very much cherish this church and what this church is and who this church um, consists of. Um, For some background information for those that do not know me, I am 22 years old. I just got recently engaged to my beautiful fiance, Miss Sophie Hostler, down front. And um, I am pursuing a degree in biblical and theological studies from uh, Boyce College, which is Southern Theological Seminary's undergraduate program. Um, I received the call to vocational ministry not till last year, and so I actually spent two years in Knoxville um, going per- after a nursing degree, and then um, Jesus began the process ultimately, I believe, for bringing me home and, and calling me into ministry. Um, I serve as an intern now for our student ministry in the Vive and small groups, and am tremendously um, blessed by that ministry by, by Matt and, and Maddie and Stuart and being a part of that. Um, so I was also very stoked for 2020 with the next generation to be a part of a church that, that cared for that. But all that to say, I'm asking you to bear with me tonight and um, give me a little grace. I'm not going to drop the hammer like Travis does every, every time. But um, so I'm going to let, we're not, I'm not going to go too long. We're going to get out early tonight. But um, but we're going to go after God's word and we're going to dig into it. So, um, like Joe said, 1 Kings 18, we see um, Elijah. We're going to start in verse 41, so you can turn your Bibles there. Um, but last week we saw this tremendous um, display of God's power and God's splendor and majesty and awesomeness in this um, one of my favorite examples of his display um, in the Old Testament that... Um, all, and everything that goes along with it is kind of trash talk, bantering with the prophets of Baal. And, and just what God does is this tremendous display. We, we see that contrasted this week um, a little differently with more solitude and delayedness. Um, so we're going to pick it up in verse 41. Um, and it says, And Elijah said to Ahab, Go eat and drink, for there is the sound of a heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, But Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel, bent down to the ground, and put his face between his knees. Go and look toward the sea, he told his servant. And he went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said. Seven times Elijah said, go back. The seventh time the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, go go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot, and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds, the wind rose, a heavy rain started falling, and then Ahab rode off to Jezreel. So we have a little bit shorter um, passage this week than we did in certainly last week and, and weeks before, but the implications and the lessons that we can draw out of it are shape the way that we live our life. Um, one of them being it's at the top of your bulletin tonight, that God remains faithful regardless of what just happened, what is happening, and what will happen. We see that time and time again in the life of Elijah, um, but Certainly, in our lives, we have tons of examples, I'm, I'm sure, um, of, of times that God has carried us through, carried, carried us through, carry, is carrying, and will carry. But 
Um, so we look at the text. We see that Elijah has just been a part of this thing. He's destroyed the prophets. First thing he tells King Ahab is, hey, go snag a bite to eat. Important to notice is um, he says, because there's a sound of heavy rain. Now we know that Israel is in a drought for three years. So there's been no rain. So when he says this, the sky is vastly different than what's outside tonight, right? So there's no, it's blue. There's not a cloud in the sky. There's no rain. Like, there's no like, oh, we can see it a way off. It's not coming. Ahab probably thinks that it's a little weird, but given in light of recent events that he just participated, probably didn't think anything of it. Not to mention that he has been out waiting, watching these prophets just, you know, get destroyed. And he's probably really starving, tired, vulnerable, wants to go back. So he goes back. Noting his spiritual deadness, that he does just go witness this up until this point in the Old Testament, one of the most fantastic displays of God's power. And he's far more concerned with snagging a bite to eat than he is with worshiping the true God. But what we see is our point, is our first point, um, which is Elijah remains faithful. And I know for me, a lot of times when I am a part of something that um, God does, a, a, a movement for God or, or, or something that um, he's certainly being a part of, that's 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 wow and impressive and, and fun or cool to look at um it's it almost distracts me from my pursuit of jesus right so i get um in this season or in this moment or in this um event that i witness that i see god move we witness god move we see all these um either salvations or these lives chains or these all these things that jesus is certainly in the business of doing and in myself in my life i can look at that and that distracts me from my pursuit of jesus what we see in First Kings and Elijah in this time is that we see such a great example of someone who witnesses an event of God and a display of God, a, a, um, an answered prayer of God, and turns right back around to desiring more in him and going after him, right? So he doesn't come around and say, hey, like, look at, did you, did you see it, right? He's like, no, you go eat. He's just as tired, he's just as hungry, he's just as vulnerable as Elijah is in this moment, right? Like, he's been out as long as he has. But he goes up to Mount Carmel, rests in solitude, and prays, holding on to the promise that God gives him at the beginning of this verse. Knowing because it is in who God is that we desire. It's in, what he, it's in who he is that we d- pursue. It doesn't say in Hebrews, fix your eyes on the miracle, or fix your eyes on the, the act or the, the display, right? It says fix your eyes on who? On Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Elijah recognizes that even if God can destroy and burn up the ground in the altar, that that's not what we're after. That's the, what doesn't save me from hell. That, that, that Jesus, what we have now is that we focus on Jesus. Elijah recognizes that he's only running after God more, right? That's what Elijah is faithful. And he, he, he keeps in mind that he, again, he has at this point, Nothing to prove, right, to the people. He's just destroyed all their prophets. He's just trash-talked their God and won. He, 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 who does he have to prove to? What does he have to do? He can go snag a bite, take a nap. It's about to rain. Like, post up. But he doesn't. He goes back into Mount Carmel because he doesn't get confused with this checkpoint mentality, right? The second that we think we've achieved this new level of Christianity is the second that we've missed the whole point of the gospel. And that's what we have. We have Elijah being faithful. Look at it um, in, verse, in verse 41 and verse 43. It says, But Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel, bent down to the degree, put his face between his knees. So step one, 
He's not just like lounging, like sitting on a rock, like praying, like he's on his knees. This is fervent prayer. And then when the servant, when he sends the servant down to, to check for the, um, for the rain that's promised in verse 1 of this chapter, he comes back, he said, there's nothing there. He said, seven times Elijah says, go back. And I love that. I, I imagine that at some point, he probably comes back the fifth time and Elijah's just already like pointing back, right? Like he's, he probably already knows what's going to happen. And all the while that Elijah is praying and remaining faithful to who God is and remaining faithful in his walk with the Lord, we have what happens in point number two, which is God remains God. <clears throat> and I know a lot of you think, like, I, I don't, uh, sorry to break it to you, Clayton, but you're in church, like you're at Silver Rights Wednesday night, like God remains God. Of course, that is the case. But how often do our lives reflect that we actually don't believe that in the ways that we try to control the variables in our lives, right? So in our walk, of our first walk, our second walk back, and we're starting, you know, the third walk, so we're getting tested, like this is a test from the Lord, right? But the fourth walk is, more, you know, maybe we start to get break. God, are you really there? God, are you really, quit? Are you really going to help me out? Whether, first of all, whether God or not helps you out is not the point, but God remains God. God is still your God. God. Jesus is still Jesus. Jesus has still saved us from hell, even when things work out like we think they should or they don't. Whether or not God is faithful or not, which we will see at the end of this that he, of course, is. But that's what we have even more than Elijah when he's faithful to who God is and resorting back to Mount Carmel for prayer. We have the cross and the resurrection of Jesus to hold on to even more than him. So when we're walking that first, that second, that third, that fourth, that fifth, that sixth time, back and forth looking for our cloud, I'm not asking, I'm not saying, man, I, I didn't get what I deserved or, man, that person abandoned me or, um, you know, I didn't get the love that I deserved or I thought that I needed. Let me remind you that Jesus not only, not, not only did not abandon us, but so loved us that he entered our existence to deliver us from death to life and give us something that we could have never earned in the first place. That's what we're faithful to. That's why in the midst of the walk back and forth to check on the cloud, that's what we hold on to. I hold on to who Jesus is, that he already does that for me because he's already good and he's already loving towards me. That's what we run after. All right. Anyways, so, lastly, God himself remains faithful. God himself remains faithful. Important to note, in the beginning of chapter 18, is what we see Elijah holding on to here at the end. Um, at the beginning, he says, After a long time in the third year, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Go and present yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain to the land. So again, we know Elijah is being um, um, faithful on, in seeking the Lord, in seeking what God has, um, and, and doing so, again, in the stark contrast of what we see at the beginning when he's out in front of the people, and now he's out by himself, um, not eating, not, right, not resting after all of this taxing, taxing information. And in verse 45, excuse me, and it says, And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. I mean, never a doubt, right? Like, like the old hymn says, like, great is thy faithfulness. Like, that is what we, that is a characteristics of God that we pursue, that we reside in, that we find our rest in, is that he is always faithful to do what he says he will do and, and, and be who he says he is. He says, now, I will say, <laughs> there is um, some people at this point who can take 
um, the, the cloud, that the, the, the praying, the, the running, um, or the resting in, um, and talk about how, um, you know, God has a, a cloud for you that you have to spend your time in prayer to earn your cloud, and it kind of gets to a, a workspace type faith. Um, the only reason that God brought the rain to Elijah that day is because it glorified him. The only reason that God is faithful to himself now, thankfully, to us, is because it does glorify him. It's like Pastor Travis's tagline, right? Our glory, his joy. Or his glory, our joy, sorry. Um, that's, that's the whole point, right, of, of all the things that, that happened. Um, because we can't confuse God's faithfulness with a fast food type theology, right? So we can't come up and say, um, yeah, I'll take financial peace and um, a loving family and no broken hearts, but um, can you put it in a bag and put it to go? doesn't work like that, right? So God does promise us these things in the Bible. There's loads of promises that he has for his children. But they all always come in accordance, in obedience to him and, and, and how he calls our life to live, right? It's always in obedience. He does that. And what does Elijah do? Point number one, he was faithful to be obedient to what God had called him to. God is near the brokenhearted and he does you know, inherit the praise of his children and he does all these things faithful but always, 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 always to glorify himself in the process, right? He's in the, business of, he's in the business of miracles. He's in the business of doing awesome things, but he's also in the business of being faithful. And a, a small tidbit from, from this that we can also take is, um, and I didn't want to focus on it too much, but that, small, that great blessings can come from small beginnings, right? That, that's what we see in this, in this passage with the cloud, so Elijah, God has promised rain. Elijah knows that there's a drought. Elijah's desiring, right? Probably like, it's good that we're going to have a lot of rain. He does the thing. Servant walks six, you know, seven times back and forth. He comes back. He says, yo, there's a cloud the size of a man's hand. That's what he says in verse 44. A cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. Now, I like to imagine that Elijah may have been like, huh, a cloud, like a hand, right? A hand. But, again, what it says in verse 45 is so great that, um, meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds, the wind rose, and the heavy rain started falling. It was for sure probably ten times more rain than what's happening outside tonight. So, um, did, that, did that great blessing come from fall rising? I know in my life, this is not necessarily the best example of it, but when I met Sophie, um, I was at a friend's house. I'd actually come off a date from another girl. Um, and I had met her, and some friends and I were joining up, and she was kind of off by herself and parked over there, and I thought, I need to talk to her. And so I went up and talked to her, and I had but a 45-second maybe conversation with her and left and thought, well, she's pretty cool. And um, now I'm going to marry her. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but God is faithful because God is faithful. God does some crazy things throughout this chapter, right, throughout the life of Elijah. And um, perhaps the greatest encouragement that I get from it is Elijah's consistency in pursuit of who God is, regardless of whether he's hiding out in the cave or whether he's watching the clouds come in, right? Like he is always persevering and pursuing who God is. I know that 
that, again, is in stark contrast. What we see is that we can't put God in a box, right? Because in chapter 18, right before this, he says, um, he says the prayer, and God immediately answers it. And what we see is the contrast in, in both method and magnitude of how God answers the prayer um, in chapter 18 specifically. But Elijah persisting, Elijah being faithful all the while long. And um, again, Elijah running after God regardless of what just happened, what is happening, or what will happen because God is always faithful. Our goal in Christianity is not what God offers us, but how I can get more of God, right? A great indicator, how am I praying? Am I praying, God, will you do this for me? God, will you give me this? You, um, you know, help me out with this way. Are we asking more things from God or are we asking more of God, right? So, even if we have to walk seven times back before we see the cloud, God is still faithful. God still remains God. And um, I think that's just a huge encouragement that we can take from it. But let's pray. Jesus, um, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for how good you are to us, God, and how um, if we remain faithful, God, you always remain faithful. Great is thy faithfulness, is what we say, because it's true. Jesus, I pray that you remind us um, of the times that we can be walking back and it seems like it's not really quite going how we want it to go. Um, but that you still are God. Jesus, you's already, you still already died on the cross. You still already did what I could never do. You gave me what I never deserved. Um, and in that is where I find my hope. In that is where I find my rest. And uh, we ask that you remind us of that constantly. In your name we pray today. Amen. Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the Connect Card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called The Seven Commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands, and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale. And we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.